Hello, welcome to another exciting episode of Exotic Avocado. My name is Icy Drew. I'm Bianca. And I'm Jess. And in today's episode, we'll have music from Room 85. And we'll also be talking about good band names, bad, bad names, and exorbitant ticket prices. Okay. So. So, what's been up the last two weeks? Nothing. Solitude. Isolation. Um, I did sound for a ska core show. How was that? It, w- it was interesting, um, especially what happened after the show. What happened after? Um, I don't know how to put it into words. Put it into action. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know Were how. people <laughs> bumping uglies? No. <laughs> was it the butt bumping? Were they bumping uglies? Um, I don't know. I don't know if they were doing that, but they were doing something like that. Mm. Something from behind. So two people were fucking (laughs) at the Scott Core show outside in public. Yes. And when I went the next day to pick up my PA, um, I saw some underwear on the floor. Okay, describe it. Like, how were they? Was it dark? Was it back? We're getting sensual. Um, I mean, it was was pretty dark. Um, They were just leaning over the, the... truck of the car like the trunk to lean over the trunk of the car like was the girl or what it was, was two it girls gr- oh, <laughs> leaning two girls? over the, yeah okay and, then oh, so it was a girl girl thing um i don't know the the car was open and, like it was all foggy <laughs> and that's that's all i saw i mean so were there any legs up or like down was there a hand hiding yeah like, like their ass were up in the air hmm Hmm. Then Classy. I don't know. Were, were the butts like opposite of facing each other? They could have no, been sixty-nine. they were facing out. What? <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah, they, they were. I'm confused. How I you mean, describing it? I mean, maybe there was a guy it? in the car or something. I don't know. There was a guy in the car. <laughs> Either way, there was maybe it was the aftermath. You know. <laughs> yeah, so there was two people fucking at the Skull Core show. That or just much rubbing uglies. Skull. Who knows at this point? Yeah. <laughs> but the, I mean, those are the ska shows. They're just weird, right? Yeah. A lot of dirty people will go there. <laughs> oh God, I got no further comments on that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but remember, they told you about that one time we just kept seeing that one guy leading drunk girls out of the ska show, and we weren't sure if he was like friend or foe. But he kept coming back for more drunk girls to like take out, and like nobody was stopping him. And I'm like, well, we don't know nobody here, so I'm guessing he must be cool. I don't know if he was, like, making sure they got in an Uber home safe. I don't know. It was just kind of one of those, like, hmm, aren't you too old to be here type of things? But I was there, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I was, oh, God. I, I think you can kind of tell when that when that's, no, you know what? I take that back. You never can tell, so you should always be like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? Oh, and this guy had a ponytail, too. Oh, I God. I feel like you should never trust anyone with <laughs> a ponytail. <laughs> Just all the alarms going off. What was the most fucked up thing you've seen at a show? I don't know if this is the most fucked up thing or the most, like, what the fuck. Like, I've seen, like, this this one time. I think I already mentioned it to Andrew. But with my old punk band, like, we went to some show um, in South Central, I think. And this this the, this big old fight broke out. And some girl got hit or something, and we were standing in the alley, 
and she like comes out and she just leans against this fence and she knocks out. She knocks out and then she starts having a seizure. And uh, everyone is just standing there like, what do we do? What do we do? And like uh, one of my friends that I was with, he was like, oh, I'm going to call the ambulance. And I was just like, well, like, let's not like, let's wait a second. Like, and but before we knew it, like she just stands up and then she walks away. And we were all like staring at each other like, what the fuck was that? And I, this is the second time I've seen something like this. The first time was over here in Montebello. There was a show on Veil. And this girl, I remember like she, she didn't have a seizure, but she just knocked blacked out. And the, some guy was like, slap her. And I was like, no. And he's like, just slap her, just hit her. And I was like giving her little love taps on her face. Until finally she woke up. She like pushed everyone aside and she went back into the pit. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, like, but something like that, well, not like that, but similar happened in um, Santa Ana. It was a backyard show. And there was this fucking guy. He was there, like, all super drunk, like, baited. And he's out there, like, wanting to pit and stuff like that. And there's girls in the pit, too, right? And we all know you're not a fucking dick. It's just moving around, shoving this or that. Yeah. But he was, like, literally, like, being rough, dude, especially on, on the women, you know? He was, Ugh. like, being rough about it. And people kept, like, checking him, like, you got to stop. And like, but then he had all his homies that were there and they were all claiming Santa Ana, but they were all wearing red, which I'm like, I thought Santa Ana were Sureños. I don't know. Maybe I got my gang uh, facts wrong. But um, so eventually, like, the, uh, like all the women got sick of it. And this one girl was just like, fucking, she just like went to town on his ass, dude. And then all these other girls just joined in and started like jumping him, dude. Like his homies had to get in to like fucking like separate him and they're like no no he's cool he's cool and then he tried to do that again and i was there with mike that day and you know mike's all fucking crazy uh mike fucking like when he like was trying to shove mike mike took that step with Indy, and he fucking grabbed him and like threw his ass up against like uh, a fence thing uh -huh. and it was just like it was getting raw dude to the point where it was just like all right fucking the parents that were like allowing their kids yeah. throw backyard show like Oh, Johnny wants to have his friends over for a birthday party. Like, they fucking called the show. It was just getting wild. And then, because then the dudes left, and then they were all threatening to come back, and all this and that. It was just fucking scandalous. There was this band that I that used to play in Montebello, uh, Einstein. They used to set their bassist on fire. Fuck. I know. They but would, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure the, some I mean, training. they would take the extra precaution of making him wear, like, a flannel or something on top. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And then, or look, just plaid fabric, okay? <laughs> Excuse me, not maybe Here, not. Let's protect you with some other flammable like, fucking material. And then they would light his sleeves on fire, and then he would play for a little bit, and then he'd take it off, and then that's it. But like, and then sometimes he'd spit fire, and what, somebody once told me that they like cut a chicken or something like that, but I don't know if that's true. That's cut more a like chicken. That's he said, she said. That's so corny. I don't because. Know. I don't know. Okay, how do you feel about bands that try to go dark, like, on purpose? I find it so cheesy and corny. Yeah, it's know. gimmicky. I don't know. That, yeah. That's it, yeah. It's so, gimmicky. And you'll see them, too, even with their logos. They get their logos all, like, you know, all, like, oh, make this look like Satan wrote it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, their, their, their thing was Hail Satan. So, like, you, you see someone else, like, that you knew and you'd go or like they would be like hail Satan and hail Satan but I think that was like a Rosemary's Baby type of thing like where yeah. they all go like hail Satan but I mean like not like I can understand back in the fucking 70s and 80s 
that shit had like some shock value to it. Or even in the 90s when the whole Manson thing happened. Mm. Like, oh my God, it's so shocking and our kids are turning Satanists. But nowadays, it's like, just like people don't believe in God, they don't believe in Satan too, you know? Yeah. So I don't think there's that big of shock to it. It's kind of like, I don't know, I see it as ridiculous. Just my opinion on it. Ridiculous. Um. Yeah. I don't know, I, I guess that's it. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it? <laughs> that's All right. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we'll hear room 85 and then we'll be back after the break.
and we're back, and we actually are editing out the last part. But <laughs> so we're here, and we're gonna talk about now. When do musicians call it quits? Yeah, is there a good time or is there a bad time? Like, for example, there would be no Blondie, and there would be no Girls Just Wanna Have Fun by Cindy Lauper if they had quit so early on because of their age. Because I think Debbie Harry was uh, like 30 and then Cindy Lauper too, she was 30. And Cindy mentioned like, well, if I had quit, you know, because of how old I was and there wouldn't be, you know, girls just want to have fun, et cetera, et cetera, which is a good point. But at what point do you stop and go, you know, I'm chasing, I'm just... I'm trying to do the impossible or I'm just, you know, on a wild goose chase. Like, when do you stop and you go, fuck, like, who wants to listen to me? Because there's some people that they do, like, I've seen, like, documentaries. Like, there's one, I forget what it's called, of this guy who does, like, a documentary of his stepdad who just, who's trying to be a musician or whatever and whatever. And it just, like, I don't know. Or, like, the, the one I Am Thor of this guy... Thor, this metal musician, and he was like, he was, he had this chance to become so big, but then something just happened, and then so he would just try and try again, and you see him, like, in the, I forgot if he was fifth, if he was 60 or 50, but he would just, he was just, like, doing all these crazy stunts for his show, bending metal with his mouth, and all this stuff, and he was just, like, and, you know, health, health issue after health issue, he had to take all these pills, like, you know, and he didn't want to deal with a manager. So he was putting all this added, you know, stress to him. So it's like, you you know, you think he would maybe just relax. But then, like, he went to Europe and, uh, he, you know, he noticed a little bit of a bigger following there. But, I mean, he didn't stay in Europe. Like, I think he came uh, back to the States. Well, the old legend is, like, if you haven't made it by the time you're 27, then you should stop right if that's your goal to to like make it with fame and worldwide tours and stuff like that but Andrew you were saying something else right right Um, I think um, there's never it's never too late you know um, um, I mean why is it that some bands maintain a cult following like their whole career but yet they're really influential you know you have these known bands that have made it and they, you know, they attribute, um, you know, like all these smaller bands, the, the cult following bands, you know, and I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to put it into words. Well, no, like I get what you're saying, that it's like if you're not doing it for like the big worldwide tours, if you're doing it because you truly have a love for it, you shouldn't stop, right? And no I one mean, should tell you to stop. Yeah, I guess you would also have to say like well, um, when – when are you successful you know when when do you know that you've made it well everyone yeah. has their own dif- different definition of success mm-hmm. and it can't really be measured in 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 any way or especially by comparison you know because some people think like well me just playing shows is enough some people think it's not enough like yeah you know like what i find to be the saddest thing about it is not so much so when there's like a guy that's still you know in his 40s and still out there like performing like there's nothing wrong with that but they obviously know where they're at you know they know it's like yeah there's gonna be no big world tour for us or anything like that 
And it's just like, and it's just fun. Like we're just playing because we like to play. We like to write our songs, etc. And they go along and change the venues. And you'll see it too. It's all like, like sometimes the bands that play at Ricks in Alhambra, you know, and like their 10, 15 friends will come out. It's like those bands know that it's like, yeah, there's going to be no groupies waiting for me at the end of this. Uh, but they're doing it just for fun. And that's totally like, I'm okay with that. What I find sad is when you go to some of these shows or some of these places and you see the guy that's already in his late 30s or in his 40s and he still has that mentality that, you know, I want fame and fortune and to make it and all this and that. And they're still trying to, like, play to that key demographic of 21 to 35, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, still trying to relate somehow to the issues that people have at that age and stuff like that. And it's like, that's kind of sad because you'll see them and they're, and they're, you know, at the shows and they're really trying hard and, you know, they still have that dream that they're chasing. And it's like, dude, you know, you have babies now, you know, like focus on that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so to me, that's what I find sad when I see like the guys that, you know, are looking for that fame, like to make it in terms of, you know, that definition um that are still out there trying to hustle it and it's like you know like the music has stopped for you like you should stop yourself i don't know am i wrong in that or um no i agree i agree that is sad (laughs) (laughs) well because to me that sounds like someone um who's just going by someone else's expectations and not their own. They're not even playing what they want to anymore, you know? Like you said, they're just trying to re- to find some way to relate to a younger generation. We yeah. should have just talked about cover bands. Just talked <laughs> oh my God, that is like the worst thing in the world. But the thing <laughs> about cover bands though is like seeing the real band, but for like a quarter of the price. Yeah. And you just, what I like about some cover bands, like, I like to see Happy House, just because you know it's not perfect. Like, I mean, at least, like, looks-wise, like, they do sound good. But, like, you just, you're just having fun and with like-minded people. And it's just, like, you feel like, I don't know, I feel, like, like, warm inside. Like, I feel like, oh, I belong somewhere for a second. Because everyone else is just singing along and they're happy and, you know, and uh, I don't know, like, it's cool, like. Yeah, the best cover band I ever saw, I don't know their name or anything like that, but they were playing at what is now Also, and it Mm -hmm. used to be called the Third Eye Gypsy or Blind Eye Gypsy, some bullshit like that. And they had like a a surf garage night type of thing, and it had like a burlesque dancer that went out there. And they went and they were playing all these covers of like obscure garage music that, you know, sometimes you don't know who the fuck they are. But it was so much fun because there's like, it's good music and they're introducing you to new stuff. And, like, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, I enjoy the cover bands that do it for, like, fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not the, the, But there's this... Okay, so there's this place in the Valley called Paladinos. Have you ever heard of it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that place fucking sucks balls and fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> and I don't care if it ever gets back to him. He could kiss my ass. Um, FYI. Yeah. So this is, like, way back. Uh, if it's a new owner of Paladinos within the <laughs> last five years, th- my comments are not directed at you, right? But whoever the fuck owned that place, I don't know, 10 years ago or something. Um, so he, it was like cover night post every fucking night. Like cover, cover band, cover band, cover band. And it's like, it just sucks so much, dude. Because it wasn't even about having fun. It was just like shitty ass cover bands playing at Paladinos. Mm. 
Fuck Paladinos. Like, I went to go see Led Zepp again. And I even got, like, all this dollars. Uh, everyone <laughs> except the drummer. I got their signature on this, like, paper thing. I don't know. <laughs> a cover what. band? Yeah, let's up again. I think they supposedly... It must have made their day. They know, because they played at the Santa Monica Pier. At the Santa Monica Pier, when they have those big outdoor concerts, they played there. <laughs> and then, like, apparently they... They had, like, this big thing. I swear to God, they had a big thing going on. And, uh... They like I think they played like they started out at those Santa Fe Spring swap meet and I just uh, which was like another thing like you go over there and you see all those cover bands and again it's just like fun it's a I don't know like you feel silly but then at the, in the moment you're just like what who gives a fuck like yeah dude it's like you're the first person I know that asked for someone to sign that's from a cover band no but you know what a lot of people were doing that like they were going back there and they were like talking to them like i don't know what they i guess like <laughs> you guess you have to have like some kind of like magnetism like some of those cover bands make bank though because they always get hired for weddings and stuff like that uh-huh. and they just make bank like ultimate bank i think like that they're like to date like I don't know. Hold on, cause there's there's. A lot of them are really talented musicians too, dude. If you think about it. Yeah. Cause they have to know all these different styles, or like if you ever have a cheap trick cover band, it's like that fucking guitarist has to play like what the fuck's that guy's name with the hat? Yeah, I don't know his name. Nah, you're, you're like you're like fuck cheap trick. Yeah. No, cheap trick. Is it Rick Nielsen? No, it's not Rick Nielsen. But even like even Jimmy Page saw them and he invited them to see uh, Led Zeppelin when they did a reunion tour. That's a, but I supposedly like what well, this was like when I was in high school. They were like, no, they opened for them once, and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why would a Led Zeppelin have a Led Zeppelin get <laughs> opening? But so I guess they got their information mixed up. Like here, play all the songs <laughs> we're about to play. So we can show them what that we do better. I don't know. But they, honestly, like, I remember in high school, everyone was like, well, yeah, I love Let's Up Again. Like, I don't know. They were fun, too. Like, it's just... Have you ever heard Metalachi? No. Yeah. I, I, I can't yeah. get into Metalachi. Santa Fe Spring Swamp Meat. <laughs> They're like, they blew up, though. For some reason, like, they've blown up. And people keep trying to, like, you know, some people at work play their music. It's like, yeah. uh, for a while, I kept getting all these Facebook invites. Like, oh, Metalachi's playing. I'm like, let's go. And I'm like, why the fuck would I go to this? And they play Guns N' Roses, too, which is kind of ill. Uh, fuck Guns N' Roses. I'm in a very, like, mean mood today. Mm-hmm. But. Also, um, what am I thinking of? Oh, like, there's a lot of, like, Smiths and Morrissey cover bands that like woo like people are just like they just fucking go I know it's all like groupies outside like if it was the real Morrissey and shit but that's well the real Morrissey wouldn't give them the time of day that's the difference <laughs> it's, uh, do you still find Morrissey attractive now as old as he is be honest mm. I look at him like I can tell why like he was a really handsome man when he was young, right? Oh, yeah, when like, he was younger. Yeah, he was very dreamy. Else. But, like, I saw a picture of him recently, and I'm like, because he dyes his hair too, right? I don't know. I still see it gray. Okay. Like the sides? Yeah. 
But it's all like, I don't know. I don't consider him. But I don't know. My uncle Maybe would dye, s- his yeah. <laughs> dye his mustache. So what, what's the shame in dyeing your hair? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. If I was a 60-year-old gal, maybe I would still find Morrissey attractive. Because he's like 60 now, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Is I don't know. Morrison still, Morrissey still attractive, Drew? I wouldn't know. Okay. I wouldn't know. You would I think he's okay. I think as a young man, he was very handsome. Yeah. I think physically, he's not my type, but his charm, like, just this charm and then knowing kind of, like, who he was, like, I'm still, like, you know, I go past that, and I'm just, like, I just love you for who you are. I've never heard him talk. Does he talk, like, regular, like, British guy or, like, lower class British guy? Mm, Regular regular british guy if anything and i think he has like kind of like a somewhat like i don't know extended vocabulary i guess you'd say but he sounds pretty like normal to me like he's not like bollocks like he's not whoa uh, he's not that doing none of that <laughs> no you have to remember he was like he's also irish oh okay so even more he would even be more like where's my beer I don't know how to do an Irish accent where's my what the fuck is it <laughs> hey who spelled my beer he's not a skinhead <laughs> he's not a skinhead that's a plus but he has he's like he has like a skinhead cult following too that's the cool thing and he, for a guy who has a lot of hair no you know who got better with age um I always forget his name but the lead singer of Depeche Mode Oh, Martin Gore. Wait, didn't he kill himself? No. What no. the fuck? Oh, that's the NXS guy. I don't it's Chris know. Chris Cornell. No, man, fuck that guy. But it was <laughs> like um, the NXX guy. Remember, he killed himself masturbating. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. Like he was doing this <laughs> auto ex. Oh, auto asphyxiation. Yeah, and he was like fucking jerking it from the closet and fucking croaked. That's some. No, that's an actor, isn't it? Well, well, more than one person have, has died of this, which <laughs> makes you it's think, It's an right? epidemic. <laughs> exactly. <kids laughs> really? In Masturbate with yeah, precaution. In excess guy. That. Yeah, yeah. I remember, like, I was listening to that, like, back when the old MTV days, like, breaking news, in excess singer has died, whatever, whatever. He jerked himself to, to death. death. <laughs> remember, kids. Remember, didn't we have a conversation about that? I think, have a I, safe think I, I asked you, like, what do you think the world would be like if... Whenever you wanted to commit suicide, you just jerked off. Uh, Remember? The nose was here. Well, I think that if everyone jerked off when they were thinking of killing themselves, it would chill them out. Because then you get really tired afterwards. You'd probably go to sleep. Wait, what? If every time you're thinking about suicide, if you jerked off instead. Oh, I thought you meant like instead of like if you wanted to die, you just jerk off and when you come, you die or something. Yeah, like that, that. that's what I meant. Oh, that's what you meant? Yeah. When you come, you die? Yeah. I'm pretty sure there are people that fuck just... Fuck that. That's what like the, the fuck? Oh, what you were saying was like, okay. That's like if what? you're thinking of killing yourself, if you jerk off and then it's like, oh, how many lives would be saved? I don't know how many people will get a hard on like while thinking about that. Fucking like every day you get a hard on sometimes. But uh, well, I um, guess I wouldn't know because I don't have. Oh, but Jesus. uh, <laughs> yeah, if you died every time you jerked off. <laughs> fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it would be like the end of fucking everyone, dude. Every twelve-year-old boy would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
And you know, too, because it's like, they would tell you, like, oh, you will see the public service announcement commercials. Like, don't jerk off. It could be the last jerk you have. You know? That's only going to make them want to do then it what would Then what would happen, like, during sex? Fuck. It's just like a massacre. But bet you it would be like a grip of edging going on, like (laughs) playing with fire, right? Jerking it to like the last possible moment and then pull off. Fuck. That's worse than death. That's worse than death. But uh, okay. I don't know what part. There you go. It got funny. Yeah. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Nothing like talking about jerk offs and and then the in the same sense. We're still punk rock. Okay. What were we talking about before that? We started off on... Oh, the leasing of Depeche Mode. See? Man, he just naturally let the conversation mesh with Bash, and that's how good-looking he is.
Okay, so we're back, and that was um, Jaslyn. Jaslyn. It was, right? Okay. Yes. All right, so we're just a part of the show where we give shout-outs and let you know what's happening and say our goodbyes. So this week's episode is brought to you by... DJ Week Sauce, a.k.a. Renee. Yes, so Renee, he hosts the show with Vinyl Frontier, his DJ crew on Espacio on Tuesdays from 3 to 5, I want to say, or 3 to 6, and also sometimes on Sunday as well. You could always call Renee for your quinceañera needs as well. Just look for Vinyl Frontier and you'll find one of them. Okay. Good. Okay, so what do we got going on this week, Bianca? Uh, June 4th, the Primitives are playing at the Echoplex. Go listen to the one-hit wonders and their other hits that you may not know about because they didn't become hits, but they're good. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and their other hits that didn't become hits. But, um, okay. And we also have something important to announce. Well, we announced last time, but June 10th, June 10th, June 10th. Please go to the Harvard Yard Harvard Bar Yard, Harvard Yard. In beautiful, well, it's not that beautiful, but... An up-and-coming K-Town. Jeez. <laughs> Fuck K-Town. Now I'm, I'm playing. Um, yeah, so come. We got it. We actually built a pretty good lineup uh, to go with. We'll have myriad slits from the Mod Pods. We'll also have... Safety Pins. Yeah, and they have a new EP, which was produced by who, Drew? Um, some guy. <laughs> so it was produced by... By IC Drew, and it sounds pretty fucking good. You should listen to it on Bandcamp. Or come out and get a copy of the demo. Demo. Get a copy of the EP. Um, we also got uh, the Voxes are going to be there. And Moonfuzz. Also, uh, speaking of cover bands, uh, June 1st at the Offbeat, the... Joy Revision, a tribute to Joy Division is going to be playing, and everyone should definitely go. They have free tacos on Thursdays, but you know. But save your money for June 10th. Yeah, so go to a free event, and this is a free event. Free event, no cover, free tacos, but you have to pay for the drink, so don't don't try it. Right. <laughs> so, back to my thing. Make sure June 10th you go to the Harbor Yard Bar. Uh, support local artists so we can keep bringing you podcasts like this one. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Any closing thoughts before we roll out? Um, fuck fidget spinners. That's it. True. I got nothing. Fuck GNR. And if you listen to GNR, fuck you too. Okay. Okay. We're good. All right. So we'll finish with Beer Troll. Signing uh, out. Subscribe. Listen to us on Google Music iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio. All right. So please subscribe. Uh, it helps us out. And like the Facebook page. And go to uh, exoticavocado.com to hear all the episodes as well. All right. Peace.
Should I make everything check. make everything hotter? Check 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 check. Okay. Check 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 check. check. I think that's good enough, right? Yeah. Check. Yeah. As long as I see a waveform. All right. Cool. Okay. All right. So let's start. Off. Yeah.